Hello, everyone. It's me, Allison. The show is about to start, but just real fast, a quick reminder. I want to tell you guys, um, if you are doing some shopping, perhaps some Black Friday shopping, holiday shopping, etc. Like Christmas type uh, shopping? Christmas type, any sort of shopping at all. I have put together some lists on Amazon. Lists with things stuff. on them? Daniel, just... <laughs> Pipe down for one second. (laughs) Beauty stuff, makeup stuff, home stuff, kids stuff, podcast equipment, books I recommend, all of this stuff. And Daniel's stuff? Oh, yeah. Daniel's Corner, where I put stuff that I know that he likes. But Daniel has recently gotten way more involved. And he put together a special Christmas spectacular gift guide for you. You guys will not even believe it. I mean, I'm not going to tell you what's on there, but it's literally uh, some things. Lots of things. And well, a whole big stuff. caption explaining if his you process. you know someone who's exactly like me, they are going to love it. And here's where you go to see all of this. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. And we'll be adding to it. It's nonstop, you guys. Yeah. Okay, here's the show. Bye. You guys, I lied. I said the show was starting right now, but I have one more quick announcement. I'm co-hosting a new podcast. It's brand new. It's called Upworthy Weekly. I'm co-hosting it with a guy named Todd Perry, who I'm having so much fun with, although he is wrong about so many things, especially Christmas music, but also other stuff. But anyway, uh, Upworthy Weekly, we come out on Saturdays. Please give it a listen. Subscribe. If you like what you're hearing, leave us a comment, a review on Apple Podcasts that helps out the show so much, especially because we are brand new. As I've said, between one and four times right now, I've lost track. But anyway, please give it a listen. Uh, It's a lighthearted news podcast. We're taking a look at the most popular and engaging stories from the week before that ran on Upworthy. And it's, uh, it's just what your holidays need. And then when the holiday, when we're past the holidays, it's just what that part of the year needs. It's just exactly what you need. Please listen to it. Upworthy Weekly, new episodes every Saturday, wherever you get your podcasts. And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's a producer and writer who's here to promote her hot new restaurant, Just the Fixins. It's Robin Shore. And he's a writer and comedian and Mr. July in the 2022 Panera Bread Calendar. It's Jordan Morris. Tone Zone is here, and he's finished the robe where there never was a robe. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. bread puddings welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend I'm excited to welcome my guests but first I must tell you uh-oh this yeah, what's going on this is how I do a Monday show I uh, felt I felt the road forking and I was like I can get it on the right track I can get it on the right track 
But then I had to just address the fact that the the road went one way and I went the other way. And that made all the difference. <laughs> Is that where I am? I getting horny? What's happening? Oh, that's a needle scratch. I always think. <laughs> you always think it's a zipper. I always think it's a zipper, <laughs> but it's a needle scratch. <laughs> You'd have to hear a flop flop after yeah. the zipper. <laughs> Wait, what's the what's what's the trope in the movies where it's like, you're probably wondering how I got that's me, you guys. You're probably wondering how I got in this situation. Well, I was trying mm-hmm. to introduce the show. And anyway, you know what? I'm gonna start over again, but we're gonna leave that in because it's loose and Daniel and I have been watching the Von Dutch documentary. Is anyone else watching this, even though I haven't introduced I you guys want re- to yet? So bad. No, uh-uh. Okay, well, one of the 400 people who claimed that they invented Von Dutch said that he realized that if you can marry something classic, which is me, with something authentic. And what was the third thing, Daniel? It was like a synonym. What? Douchey. And with flames. Then you've really got something. (laughs) No, I feel like it was like authenticity and then also honesty i feel like it was i was like those are synonyms yeah Yeah. so anyway uh welcome to another exciting thursday episode tony how do i do this hello my little bread puddings (laughs) welcome to a thursday another exciting thursday episode of the alice rosen is your new best friend show that particular carbohydrate which daniel is now going to be introducing into his christmas rotation because he's were you not ready for me to out you we're not ready we're not ready for this you can't sprint without warming up honey (laughs) well all right just know that talk about holiday desserts yet let's just get through the intros for god's sake fine just that's it that's a tease (laughs) for daniel's nuclear dessert option but bread pudding very eventful uh week that's all I'm going to say. This Listen, is a very eventful opening of the show. If right? you're pumpkin pie, if you're pecan pie, get, get ready. The f- get ready. Daniel's, get you're ready. about to get canceled for Daniel's. I'm sorry. I, I don't. Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm, what? You just spoil everything. <laughs> pumpkin pumpkin pie is getting canceled? <laughs> Daniel's no, canceled. Did you, did you find some of its old tweets? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Back when it was kind of trying to be an edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin pie is very traditional that's what we like to say anyway that particular carbohydrate bread pudding was sent in on patreon patreon by ulysses atkins yes i am on patreon bonus episodes of the friend zone daniel and i just did one recently i've got some exciting ones coming up we've got a level where you can text that was me. exciting what well that one was exciting too though well we've got even more exciting ones coming up God. I'm having trouble hearing you, Daniel, and it's it's slowing me down. <laughs> this is, how's my how's my this audio? Is chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you guys to be too loud. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> a more professional podcaster truly would start over. Like enough has gone wrong. No way. Not me, but, Allison. This is the authenticity yes. that. Von Jimmy Dutch. Von Dutch was talking about when he invented <laughs> yep. his famous party hat. <laughs> yeah, go girl. Thank you. So all we need is some something classic. That's Tony. Yeah, and something on fire. Who's going to self-immolate? 
Daniel. I'll do it. Oh, All right, no, thank you, no, Robin. Robin. I I've been meaning to I've been meaning to try out for the Universal Studios Waterworld stunt show anyway. <laughs> Don't Hell yeah. Tease me. That is my dream. We can talk about that later. Oh my gosh, so anyway, are we in direct competition? Love that show. Ooh, <laughs> there is a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. You can see video you can watch how many times Daniel's rolled his eyes over what's already happened and you can see that I'm wearing a new shirt and I'm trying out a new lipstick look and that might be where we went wrong. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. If you sign up for a year, you get two months free. But listen. That's a good deal. Listen, here's something. And I was d- debating whether to mention this or not, but I'll mention it because I think this is what's throwing me off. So, uh, you know, I say <clears throat> hello and thank you to my new patrons later in the show. So I was on Patreon right before we started looking to, to put together my list of the new people. And I saw that one that a, a, a patron a friends with benefits that I really like deleted her um her her plan she's no mm. longer a patron and i thought huh yeah yeah so then i went and i looked at the exit interviews because it's supposed to be anonymous but it's they have exit interviews where they can say why they're leaving um wow. and they can put in their own comment if they want or they can just choose like a pre-selected one like um you know my finances changed or blah 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 uh but it's supposed to be anonymous, but you can tell based on the date, like b- when it happened. And anyway, on that same date that this person who, like I said, is one of my favorites, even though I don't know her well, the comment is, my wife is a big fan of Alison Rosen, but she just went into hospice so can no longer enjoy her podcast. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Oh my God. So I'm not 100% sure this is her because I feel like it's not always linked up. Um but who but but I I don't know who it is. It's either someone I really like or someone regardless of whether it's this person. You I'm just said of, you do know who it is. I think I know who it is. But I don't but I didn't know this person was sick at all. Anyway, it is t- I if it's the person I'm thinking of that's really sad and if it's someone else that's also really sad. So whoever it is, that's really sad. Um and I know a bunch of people are going to be listening and they're like who is it? It's someone who I had communicated with her. She was not, um, she didn't like actively, you guys wouldn't know who this is. Uh, But anyway, it's just really sad. And I think it's throwing me off. So let's get back on track. I would like to say hello to all of my guests. Sorry for just bumming everyone out. Um, Robin Shore, hello. Welcome back. Thank you. And I just want to apologize. I just laughed nervously when you said that what went when you were discussing the woman in hospice. I laughed because I didn't know what to do with my emotions. Oh, our hearts go out to her. I didn't even hope. Yeah, I laughed. I didn't mean to. It was a nervous laugh. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I was thinking, what kind of sociopath are you? We're all thinking it. I'm still laughing. Uh, I am a sociopath. I can't stop being one. Uh, but thank you for having me back. It's so nice to be here, even though everyone's dying. Yeah. Well, not everyone. Just people who who like me. So f- well, for me, technically that's technically everyone. Oh, thank you, Daniel. That's uh, thank no, you. No, no. I know you. I know <laughs> you try to. Everyone's instantly. dying, honey. What'd you say? I said technically everyone's dying. Not technically everyone likes you. Oh. You should have just let that ride because I was like, oh, no, no, a- I'm all about honesty and clarity on this podcast. I know. <laughs> anyway, you don't want to take you don't want to take, take credit for a compliment that you that you weren't making no. because you're authentic. Right. Right. And wants. Jimmy Von Dutch. Jimmy Von Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> the creator of the vodka hat. 
But for real, Robin, I didn't even notice you were laughing. Um, I, but thank you. You are also all about authenticity. Hence, you had to out yourself. I did. I couldn't let a moment go without presenting my transparent self. That's how I am. Like, to, to a fault, as the beginning of the show would indicate, Jordan Morris, hello, welcome back. Hi, it's good to be here. It's, it's good, good to, to see be you. back on the show. <laughs> Jordan. Which is called A-R-I-Y-N-B-A. Jordan, I don't know if you got the email. We're not paying you by the minutes anymore. <laughs> So yeah, that was a good deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, we're so in a, the the nine hundred number plan ceases. Right. Um, Jordan, yeah, I, I, yeah, okay. Well, then let's scrap my let's scrap my segment I had coming up. Uh, Jordan Morris describes the Snyder Cut because <laughs> I don't think I want to do that anymore. Now that I'm not getting paid for it. I have a question for you, Jordan, but I'm going to yes. finish the intros just yeah, just yeah. a little a, a nod to professionalism, and then I'm coming back to you. Daniel Quantz, hello. I like that as a as a mod, you, just a general motto for you and your show, like a nod to professionalism. This is a, a hint, a hint, a hint of it, a hint to professionalism. You see professionalism across the room. You acknowledge yep. it, right? Allison Rosen, good at recognizing professionalism. Speaking of, and I know I said I was going to finish the intros, but now this reminded me of a little story. I. Uh, I did yeah, some. You got to push me back, anyways. So yeah, you're right. This yeah. is way too early to introduce you. Uh, I had an interview at People Magazine years ago. I had done some freelancing for them, and then I had an interview there. And I remember I was self conscious. I was wearing black pants and a red sweater, and I felt like I had a muffin top. And I was self conscious about the muffin top, and I felt like was maybe- it the cherry hat that you were wearing that made you feel like that? <laughs> Yes, it was my blueberry cape and the yeah. cherry hat. Um, no, so I was sitting in and the- And your friend sitting next to you dressed like a cup of coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I carried a newspaper. Um, so I feel like that would go with coffee and a muffin. It would. It's a classic uh, morning tableau. Yes, thank you. Although now it would just be a phone, but this was back then. Mm, so sure, sure, sure. Anyway, I was sitting in the chair and I think I felt like the pants- maybe pinched the old muffin top. So instead of sitting up to indicate I am a person with good posture, I'm interested in eager, I slouch, but like I didn't, it wasn't just slouching. I didn't put my butt all the way back in the chair. I had my butt like two thirds of the way to the front. I'm, I'm modeling this. I'm going to take the micro. And then I just kind of like lounge like this. Oh, for the entire interview, patreon.com slash Allison Rosen to see why I didn't get hired. (laughs) And I think about this, I'd say once every two weeks, it pops into my head. And I feel so embarrassed that I did the whole interview, like, as if I was stoned and watching um, Dazed and Confused or something. You look like a, in your posture, if I could describe it for the listeners, it's like, it's like, a teenager that's getting a talking to. Yes. <laughs> like you're in the yes. middle of, you know, your dad telling you the value of character or something. Right. And you're just like, you have oh, the posture God. of you have the posture of someone who also had an interview at Us magazine later that day. <laughs> like you gave right. no Fs. Right. And really, it would have been so much better if she was like, hmm. 
not that she's even going to think this, but this was back in the day when people still had these thoughts. If she was like, she could stand to lose a few pounds, but I like her attitude versus like washboard abs, but she would be very bad as an employee, which I think is what my Mm. posture communicated. I don't know. I think you were the sexiest sitter alive. I think. Thank you. You you were you were too much for them. They couldn't take it. That's right. Me with my all my long limbs just draped over the chair. (laughs) Yeah. I've I've come at me. And I've heard that as a as an interview strategy. Like you have to pretend like you don't want it. You know, I. Yes. But I think I took that way too far oh i'm remembering another interview oh this was teen people i had an interview there as well this was probably my first interview like a real interview at his first staff job at a magazine and i remember i was in my 20s and i remember thinking this is oh i'm cringing over this thought because it was so wrong i was like going in i was telling myself like the job is mine to lose so i just have to like not fuck it up like not say anything wrong so i was pretty look robin looks like she's gonna barf listening to what i'm saying (laughs) no i'm like i'm gonna barf in anticipation i'm so excited well i just was very quiet in the interview like i didn't realize they call in just because you get an interview doesn't mean the job is yours to lose at all. Like they call in a lot of people and then you're supposed to impress them when you're there. But I was like, I had this idea that like, if I open my mouth, I'm somehow going to put my foot in my mouth. So therefore I'm just going to like be real, like real cool. I had it really backwards. I played every job thing super duper cool till I learned that's not how you're supposed to do it. But like every if I even liked a guy a tiny bit, I would not leave him alone. I had it real backwards. Cool as fuck. That's me. Anyway, Tony Thaxton, hello. Hi. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now I'm going to barf. Get that. Now yeah. I'm going to barf. <laughs> <laughs> it feels weird to, to give myself applause, but I didn't feel weird giving myself an air horn. So I'm just going to own it. Own it. Do it. And by the way, Robin, I hope I didn't make you self-conscious when I said you look like you're going to barf because if someone said that to me, I might feel like, what are you saying? I'm just saying you looked very invested in in my embarrassing story. Right. I was. But you also raise a great point, which is that when I'm very emotionally stressed, I will barf. I will. It is a stress response for me. So really? you're not you're not off the mark. And your story wow. was filling me with stress. On like, your a, gross. like a cat, like a cat ago. who has to move. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is that what they I do? Mean, I, yeah. yeah. I, when you move it, when you move a cat, there's there's you know, there's going to be a, a period of of barfing just out of, you know stress but right you know they're delicate they're yeah. delicate creatures yeah and they also don't they make a a big fuss when you take them to the vet yeah i mean uh i mean my my cat certainly hates the vet um so yeah and then, then there's a little bit of you know you might see some some aggressive peeing after that mm. certainly some barfing so you know, i do that you can, too <laughs> <laughs> i really aggressive do peeing. When you I say, am a cat. When you say move a cat, you mean just pick it up and move it around, or you mean like move it like oh, like move it from to like a new apartment. To apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when, but yeah, s- I mean also sure if you pick up a cat and start swinging it around. <laughs> <laughs> and when you say yeah. aggressive peeing, is that like a revenge piss, or is that like a f- strong stream? 
Yeah, I mean, my my cat does not do this because um, she's an angel. Uh, <laughs> no, it sounded like a weird brag. I mean, my cat, does, she just doesn't. She doesn't do it. But I heard from other cat owners that you know, like if 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 you're gone for a while, the cat will like pee on your suitcase or pee on the bedspread, and that's a you know, it's an aggressive act, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, my little angel would never. She would never. Oh, she's she's been to cotillion and boarding school and everything she would ne- but not okay yeah a a more lowbrow less refined cat might might right. attempt something like that right fuck yeah. you cats <laughs> that was edited together to bolster someone's claim that i hate cats i do this not hate cats deep fake this is a deep fake that's I, right I I would also, I just, for any newer listeners, I'd like them to know I was not the one who edited those. No. I just, I was merely given them. <laughs> Speaking of drops, Tony, and I'm not, I'm putting you on the spot right now. And if your answer's no, you're dead to me and it's going right. to be okay. Get ready did, for that no. Did you happen to pull Carly Wiesel saying robes? Uh, yeah, but then you never wanted it. When we were recording it. Uh, wow. Robes. <laughs> okay. So as Daniel did, were you making a Stephen Sondheim RIP reference with Tony's making a robe where there isn't one? Aww. It was. Beautiful. Um, okay. It was beautiful. It was one of the more beautiful Stephen Sondheim uh, memorials. I would, I'm, you know, I'm just going to say it. It was. Yeah, I'm going to say something controversial on this topic, mm. which okay. is mm. no one's talking about his sex dungeon. No one's talking Ooh. about it. Did he really? I, yeah, very well known. It's a well known thing. Yeah. Wow. Was he? I can't. You know what? I don't care. This shame. has been vetted by no one, but it's like a, it's like as well known as anything else in the theater community. I think. But, you know, at 91, I say have as many dungeons as you want. And yeah. he built it when he was 90. So yeah. <laughs> See, he never, he I, ne- you know. he never stopped. What was, what was he into? Men. Young, okay. young men. Yeah. And, and the great thing about that is that young men would correspond with him and he would write back all very innocently. But he was a great corresponder. Corresponder. Mm-hmm. But all of my, like, guy friends in college would get a lot of letters from they would send him a letter like what's your shoe size and he would write back nine like he just was very good about writing to people but in my mind it's narrowed down to just the young college guys and then did they follow it up with a gift of shoes or this was just conversation just conversation because there was like this rumor at least in the 90s that if you wrote steven sondheim a letter he would write you back and um and he did what was in his sex dungeon Hats? I don't know. And I yeah, should hats. have really done some Googling before I just threw that out no, there. No, I love I it. I know the man is a legend. I'm the biggest Steven Sondheim fan there is. So just know that. I'm not trying to smear his name. But the man, I think, had a healthy sex life, which yeah. is fantastic. Well, I think if everyone's consenting to be in the sex dungeon, yes. it can be a beautiful thing. I yes. am I've never team, heard any. Like, this I is just a penis, penis man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm team Lloyd Webber. So I am not that familiar with Sondheim, although watching the reaction of everyone makes me go, I got to, I mean, I'm a little late to it, but I got to get into it. Lloyd Webber had a sex shed. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't oh, think I you bet. have to. I don't a think shed you have of to many colors. Or... Right. <laughs> exactly. I don't think you have and to be some say that other. underneath the shed lived a disfigured old organ player. Underneath <laughs> the shed. Yes. The saddest uh, character ever. Phantom and of you know the what shed? the shed was filled with? Cats. There you go. <laughs> oh, I'm so yes. sorry. Guys, I'll go. I'll go. I'll just leave. Um, honey, I f- have you listened or seen any Sondheim musicals, though? You showed me our I mean, bud. You see West Side Story. Oh yeah. But you showed me um our our mutual hall pass Mandy Patinkin singing <laughs> sun, uh, uh finishing him. the hat. Love him. Yes. The hat. I was in Into the Woods I, in high school. You were? Who did you play? Yes, I was. What were you? Uh I was I was the narrator. Oh, uh, a role that is usually double cast, but I think to get more, they didn't want more they didn't kids want involved. They, they, you know, kind of broke it up, and some of those double cast roles, you know, went to went to separate kids. Um, nice. Do you remember yeah. any of your lines? Oh boy, it was a lot. Like you know, it's the narrator, so there's a lot of like exposition, and I think I got to oh. do a British accent, which I loved. I was. Ooh. Famous for my British, my British, my Britishisms in high school. Um, <laughs> oh boy, did I have to? And I did. It wasn't a lot of singing. I was not. A, I was never have been a great singer. But you know, uh, high school theater. Uh, you know, you can, you can, you can fake your way through it. But I think the one line that I had to sing was, "Oh boy, story over. All is mended." How was oh, that? So was that the <laughs> cast recording perfect. you just played Tony? No, love- no, it was, was that a me. Drop? It was me. <laughs> yeah. I think that was, I I think that was a drop. Ready. So anyway, yeah. just to explain the robes thing, because I don't know if Robin and Jordan know this, Tony famously doesn't wear bathrobes unless he's in Japan, as one does. So this became a thing. <laughs> While we were looking for a nickname for him, potentially no robe Tony was going to be right. one. Wendy Molyneux still wants to do that. So Carly Wiesel theme park journalist and all around lovely gal was my guest last week. And I was listening to her podcast and she said robes in a way that I just brought me so much delight. And I figured if it comes up, the thing is, Tony, I didn't know if you had pulled it or not, which is why I didn't bring it up, but this is why I brought it up now. Could we hear it again? I love it. Robes. <laughs> well, it sounds like grobes. Yes. Oh, you guys, Robin is a voiceover artiste. Mm. She <laughs> has done Biore. No. Uh, yes, no. Yeah. <laughs> Beauty starts here. Yeah. That, wow. That was, was that the original yeah. cast recording of Biore? <laughs> <laughs> it really was. Uh, yeah, I can do robes if you, I can just do the live drop if you want. Anytime. Robin, as Give a voiceover artist. Give us some options. Oh, yeah. I will. Three in a row. Okay. Yes, Daniel. Oh, uh, as a voiceover artist, do you know how to get the the laugh in your voice, like when you're saying something, like you're you're just that thing right. where it sounds like you're about to? Because I can't do it. The chuckle Everyone's in your voice. coming to the Macy sale today, like something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's so popular right now yes. with the voiceover. Because it's, it's all I do is mock. All I do, I could be, I could be making money, but instead, I sit in front of my TV and just mimic everything I hear, which is what, what? I've been doing since I was four years old. But uh, it's, yeah, it's like when you go in to to work, and keep in mind, I haven't done voiceover in so long, I miss it. 
Um, Mark measures it, it, not Abrams artists. I miss voiceover work, but, uh, uh, <laughs> they always say talk like you're talking to a friend, like you're yes. just talking to a friend. So I'm just going to picture Allison Rosen next time I go in for my Macy's sale. <laughs> like it all kind of peters out at the end a little bit or on the, po- on certain podcasts ad, it's like, do you want a murder burger? Like there's like that <laughs> vibe of like, I'm, I'm doing a voiceover. I don't know. Wait, what's a murder it's, burger? There's a, I was listening to a podcast that was a murder podcast and they were like, do you want a burger to go with your murder or something? Oh. And it was a Postmates ad, <laughs> but it was like, Ugh. this murder is full of burger. And it really annoyed me. So yeah. I, I'm not saying it word for word. Well, but I will. I have some ads and all of them are going to be amazing. But first, Jordan, here's what yes. I want to know. Mm-hmm. You're a true pod professional uh, who has also talked about how it annoys you when podcasts just spend so much time talking about what they're going to talk about is like, just get to it. So yes, (laughs) there's a meta element of this. I'm aware. Uh huh. If you had had the kind of beginning that I had, would you have just jettisoned it and started like fresh and, and uh, professionally? No. I mean, I think you're a, you're a, good podcaster you're a good broadcaster thank you and i think that you like like that sort of thing is like part of the show i feel like it is <laughs> like it, you know it, it is like smart you're you're like i'm a i'm a professional but i'm just gonna let it roll and you're gonna get to kind of like experience it and i think that's why your your audience feels close to you uh, so yeah, so I think I, when I make a blanket statement like, hey, podcasts, you know, can we trim some of the head off this thing and just get into the show? <laughs> I think that is not, that's, that, that doesn't apply to every single show. So I think you're, you know, you're, and I think, you know, part of it is like, oh, you can have the little meltdown, but then come back and get to the show and introduce everyone and we all have a great time. So yeah, I, I think that, um, yeah, I, 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 you know, in general, I think that maybe, if you're a podcaster out there, maybe spend a little less time talking about the nuts and bolts. But um, you know, Allison, got you got to you got to be you. You got to do your show your way. Don't don't worry about what the haters say. I don't want those Aww. haters in my head. As my therapist famously said, and also Taylor Swift said it. But when my therapist said it, I thought, don't you have anything better than that? She said, haters gonna hate. Mm. Uh, oh that's a good that's a good line isn't mm. it though mm. that is what haters gonna do they're gonna it's all they can do yeah they're gonna hate 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 three times but then they're done that's mm. the thing that people don't realize haters gonna hate 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 and then they come around no one asks what's what it's after the hate with haters that's right they just stop there it's like go a little further with your thinking you guys Pack yeah. your bags for the trip of a lifetime in the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, streaming only on Peacock. This new original exclusive is the Real Housewives crossover that fans have been asking for. Finally, you can see seven iconic housewives from four different cities together in one place, including Cynthia Bailey and Kenya Moore from Atlanta, Kyle Richards from Beverly Hills, Teresa Giudice and Melissa Gorgia from New Jersey, and Ramona Singer and Luann from New York City. With a crew like that, what could possibly go wrong? As any Real Housewives fan knows, the girls' trips are legendary. Watch these housewives enter into uncharted territory. 
as they vacation poolside in their stunning Turks and Caicos villa. Side note, I've never been to Turks and Caicos and I feel like I should go. This trip, but if I, but this show takes me there. This trip will not disappoint. See this exclusive crossover event now and watch new episodes every Thursday. Plus, stream more of your reality favorites on Peacock, including all past seasons of The Real Housewives, hit movies and shows, exclusive originals, live sports, news, and more. Go to Peacock tv.com to sign up. I also want to tell you guys about Stance Apparel. They make socks. They make t-shirts. They make the best, softest, most wonderful. Oftentimes, uh, it, there's like a crossover event with the apparel. I don't know if I, I don't know if event is the right word, but they have collaborations with, they have Harry Potter socks and Harry Potter stuff. They have Batman, the Goonies, Star Wars, The Office, Barbie, Bob Marley. They have a little something for everyone. I was wearing their combed cotton no-show socks earlier. So comfortable. Uh, It makes a great gift. And all of it is super high quality and super comfortable. Uh, It's uh, If you're not on the stance train, get on it. Stance has the perfect gift for every punk and poet on your list. Go see for yourself. It's easy. Just head on over to stance.com and pick out some styles you think they might like. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. Okay. It's a lot to talk about because as we mentioned, Daniel's going to cancel a couple pies. Everyone just had Thanksgiving. I want to hear how everyone's Thanksgivings were. But first, something that I was thinking about earlier. And I have a, it's, this is a personal question. It involves your behavior in the shower. And mm. also, just so I don't forget, we need to talk a little bit about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And I need to know who all here is watching that show. But that'll come later. Okay. Shower talk. Who here uses a washcloth in the shower? I do not. Love a washcloth. I do cloth. not. I do not usually. I use a uh, a sort of loofah hand thing sometimes. Really? Because you were always a washcloth guy when we were dating and we would travel. And I'd always be like, why is there a tiny wet towel here? And it's your shower washcloth. You act surprised, but we use the same shower. No, <laughs> I know, see, but I, I don't. I use. I'm not surprised anymore. I'm saying when we first started dating, I was like, what's happening? And also, I never understood why there was a towel bar like inside the shower. It's for people who use a washcloth in the shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, I it's didn't, good for, you know, getting that exfoliating uh, thing. I didn't know you on. had switched. So, all right. So, Jordan's a washcloth guy. Daniel's a now he's exfoliating. Robin, Tony, and I do not use wash, washcloths. So he, I would say my washcloth use is case specific. You know, if you're at a beach, maybe you need a washcloth. That after washcloth, <laughs> <laughs> you need it. Um, Robin, can we get some options on washcloths? Yes, please. <laughs> washcloth. Um, and, and then the, shed the, action. the giggly one, <laughs> washcloth. Um, <laughs> it's like you're talking uh, to a friend about washcloths. Jordan, yeah. do you want to give her a little bit of direction in the booth? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to give you a line read, but just like, please, just like throw it away, just like oh. throw it away. Oh. Small washcloth, washcloth, washcloth. Okay, let's use Wash the first cloth. one. Great. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Did three in a row? 
I think when it's I, really specific. If they're if you're at a hotel and there's washcloths plenty and you're not gonna have to wash them, use them. Go nuts. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Look at your face. I really love that. <laughs> I do love it. It's not now. Listen, I know that this is not the most environmentally friendly practice, and I realize this. This is a moral failing of mine. But when there is a hotel room filled with sparkling, clean little washies. Oof! I just like to. I just like to to use two or three per shower. Wow! One for each. One for each zone. Get a little washy in each zone. Hurl them across the room. Oh my god, Jordan! (laughs) I get wild. So watch it turn a little diners, drive-ins, and dives on the TV, and just have a (laughs) have a little hotel room night. (laughs) Whoa! Are you really tossing them across the room? Wet washies, spent Uh, washies. Yeah, I mean, not like you know, not. Not with that reckless abandon, but, you know, it can get a little wild. <laughs> if you've been with a gal for a few weeks, you can fling it like a Frisbee at her face. If that's a <laughs> I thank you for the do. assumption that there's a gal involved in this. <laughs> for, <laughs> for the record, the, Very I didn't generous assume. of you. Thank you. For me, no, I'm that not was, doing this alone. <laughs> that's a solo washy expedition. Yeah, it's self-care. Self-care. Washy. So, here, because here's my question. So newly on newly on tiktok watching tiktoks and there's this woman that i watch who is teaching you like basic things that your mom was supposed to teach you that you know if you didn't have a mom who taught you i don't it's sort of fascinating to be like oh this is how you're supposed to live your life but anyway when you're in the shower washing your private bits Mm. one hand for the front one hand for the back and then make sure that you stick with the one hand for each area. And I don't do that. I First of all, I don't use a washcloth. And the washcloth thing has come up on the show. And my black listeners have let me know that they think that is. And I'm not, I'm making generalization, but I do feel like it is. Uh, I, I do feel like I don't think, I'm going to just go so far as to say every single black listener of mine does use a washcloth, I think. Oh, but... Boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. Well, we'll Pumpkin find pie out. is not the only thing getting canceled. I might have to get a out. raise at work. We'll find oh, out. Oh boy. Some people feel that it is highly disgusting if you don't use a washcloth in the shower. And it turns out that it's my black listeners. And also some other. Yeah, I feel uncomfortable. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but when I get an email with a lot of edit notes later, folks, I just want it for the record. I do not know her very well. <laughs> but when I'm washing in the shower, both hands in the front, both hands in the back, and I'm probably like spreading all sorts of. I just, I, I maybe right. I need to like write, you know, vagina on one hand, butthole on the other, <laughs> <laughs> like how they have like you know his and hers towels. So yes. wait, you're using both hands at the same time. Well. How do you okay. wash? Okay, so I lather up, and then uh, one hand, my right hand goes down the front, lather, 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 and then how do I go? To, and then that same hand goes around the back, lather, yeah. lather, and yeah. then I take both hands. Now the hand that has just been in my butt, not in, but washing my yeah. butt, yeah. and then I rinse, and I kind of like hold my situation open to get the water all in there. Everyone, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm ap- apologies to everyone oh, here. Boy. And so then I've so that's a butt hand. Right. Touching this is the more front. complex than your interview posture. Yeah. 
And then I turn around and I spread. <laughs> and then I rinse the back. But I just assume because everything's lathered up and there's soap here that like it's a pretty clean germ-free situation. But maybe the hand that went in back should not become coming back to. I just want to go around yeah. and just I'm just going to give everyone a number of how uncomfortable I think they are out of a hundred. Tony, you're at ninety. Robin, <laughs> you're at eighty. Jordan, you went up to a hundred and now you're back to like a cool seventy. Daniel, mm-hmm. you're at a hundred. I'm about two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> okay does anyone else do that no <laughs> i have to remember I, I i don't have like a set manual routine yeah, me you know neither. what i mean it just depends on the day and what's going yeah. on in the bod well <laughs> I, I think i i yeah i'm trying to like envision because you you had such a clear you could really conjure up the steps in that yeah, well, I had to go there. I had to go on a journey in my head. Yeah. So, and, you know, because at first I couldn't remember, but I did take a shower earlier today. And so I just was mm-hmm. kind of like, I'm in there. There's the soap grabbing, the, you know, and then I just, it did come to me pretty quickly. I would like each of you to take a shower in your mind and tell me what's happening. Okay. I think in my mind shower, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm, it's beautiful. It's just like Andrew Lloyd Webber's <laughs> sex shed, my mind shower. It's a beautiful place. Uh, join me in my mind shower, won't you? Um, I so yeah, I'm I'm shampooing, I'm conditioning. I am with my washcloth that I bring into the shower, mm-hmm. uh, a clean washcloth. I don't often reuse them. I think sometimes if I just use them on my face, I'll give it another go. But usually, it's a you know Special, one shower, clean, one cloth yeah. situation. Uh, put a little face wash on there. Wash my face. Um, and then With we. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then we go to the traditional bar soap. Lather that up. With the, the washcloth. With the wash. With the washcloth. Yeah, mm-hmm. the same washcloth I wash my face with. Got it. Do the bod, and then time to take a trip downtown. <laughs> we do the. Penis and balls. I don't have a euphemism. <laughs> okay. That's and good. Then, Nowadays, you're not supposed to teach kids euphemisms. Oh, yeah? Oh. Yeah. Be- I, because like you're not say like wee-wee and... You're not supposed to say that because you want them to be able to... If something uh, out of the... If something uncool happens right. with their areas, you want them to be able to tell someone about it. You don't want someone to be like, or like if they're at school, you don't want them to be like, my something hurts. And the teacher's like, what are you talking about? Right. What's my show? Sh- my show? She it's like, what is this yeah. kid's family? Use right. For butt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we go around. We do a quick swipe of the butt. Mm. And then I think that move that you were saying where you kind of you know open up the crevasses to the water it depends on how much soap feels like is left in there like if i feel like i have a soap residue in you know in any of the bits right then i will you know will kind of get in there access yeah i will give the water access yes i will will allow the water to access my body right uh yeah, and then the, then the shower's over. Sometimes I do a shave in there. Um, so see what you just described is first of all you're using a washcloth, so that is different, and right. also you have a penis and balls, which is different than me. Mm-hmm. But um, you're doing the bunghole last, which yes. is good. 
I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, you know, not to bunghole shame, all the entire human body is beautiful, I think. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's the it's the dirtiest part, right? So you want to, you know, you know, you want to do that last. I mean, the question. Well, if you're using a washcloth, I mean, you, you probably, he's doing it right. You want to work from the face towards the bow. The question right. is, when I'm back there lathering up. Yeah. I'm assuming any germs are being instantly killed by the soap, and maybe that's not the case. Maybe I'm actually transferring germs if I'm then rinsing the front with that same hand. I, no, I, in general, I think that's a fine way to approach the shower. I don't think you need to get too meticulous about it. I mean, is there a are there a, is there a rash of diseases going around because people wash their butt and then something else? Like, when what have if you ever that's heard of why that? COVID is spreading? Foot yeah. <laughs> and butt disease. Well, right. is the theory with this TikTok, with Doctor TikTok, that you would be getting um, like a UTI or something? Um, I don't. It's the same as don't wipe. Is it's the same as wipe front to back? Yeah, it's just the idea that like bacteria right. from back there shouldn't be heading the other place. But I don't know exactly what you'd get. And because it's TikTok, it has to be something like wiping front to back is a symptom of ADHD. Yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> Yes, you're you're shower divergent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you also watch TikTok and everything that is a symptom of ADHD is also something that you have? Uh, I do not. No, I do not watch TikTok. I'll like you know if a TikTok makes its way onto Twitter, the old person's <laughs> social network, right? Uh, I'll I'll see it. But I had a friend who kind of like took me through TikTok. And uh, it, it would appear that there is a lot of TikTok dedicated to unpacking ADHD. Yes. Watching TikTok is a sign of ADHD. That's actually, <laughs> I know you're joking, but it it's kind of true. Um, Robin. Yes. Have you remembered yet how your showers go? Yes. My showers are baths and they're very oh, similar to, no, they're, they're very what a twist. Uh, what a opulent. It's, uh, it, my showering routine, my bathing routine is akin to the opening of coming to America. I have somebody else <laughs> go down there right, and right. take care of things. I'm too yeah. royal for such things. Well, you should have two different people then, one for the front and one for the back so that That's never great, they, right. you know, never they meet. That's great. And unlike the movie, I'm going to flip it. It's going to be two guys washing yes. the royal vagina instead of a gal going down there and washing yeah. the royal penis. And after they did every that in bath. Coming to America, too. <laughs> oh, really? After they? Every- they did, yeah. Oh, they and switched after- it? They did. They, yeah, there's That's a, great. Yeah. That's great. And after but every I bath, you... I- I think my routine is... Uh, my routine is really catch as catch can, you know? <laughs> I love like, it. It's, that, it's it's I love it. It's not a. I I don't have a sort of automatic thing. Sometimes I take showers just to wake up, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I know I'll be taking a more in depth one later after a workout or something. So, God, I'm just I'm a real like Joseph's coat of many colors mm. written by Andrew Lloyd Webber. I'm all over the spectrum. Yeah, with and also essence. like TikTok. That's like the TikToks that Jordan's talking about. <laughs> yeah, um, Tony, you're regimented. You wear shoes every day. Do you ever do you ever swipe your butt and then it goes anywhere else? <laughs> no, I, I think I'm I think my approach is somewhat similar to how Robin explained. But uh yeah, I think I go but I think I will at least like, you know, go to those those downtown bits last. Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes when I get in, 
I wash my hair first, and sometimes I wash my body first. But that's about the most variety that happens for me. Cool. I do face. I think if I were to narrow it down, it's face, but hair, then body. But oh, face is always last for me. I like to rub that butt juice all over my face. I guess. (laughs) That's how you stay looking so young. You know what it is? That's too much information. (laughs) The reason I do, boy, I'm really taking that hand is going everywhere, and then it's on my face. But the reason I do my face last is because I'm worried about conditioner or things that might make me break out being on my face. So I want to wash that off last. And I want to, I don't know. Daniel, what about you? Did you know you were married to such a gross person? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's see. My routine is, I get in there. I usually use a bar of soap, so I don't always use the, the loofah hand scrubber. Wait, are you rubbing the bar on your body? Yeah. Wow. What do you do? Wow, 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 I, wow, 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 wow. I lather up my hands and then use my hands. My filthy no, hands. No, I use the bar. I okay. use the bar. Uh, Sometimes the bar, if you ever get a, one of those bars that's like textured. Oh. Oh, mm. love that. That's kind of nice. Textured. It has little bumpies. Textured. A little oatmeal. <laughs> textured. <or> <laughs> textured. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to steal a job from you, Robin, but <laughs> no. I did kind of nail that. I did. You did. You did. That. You did. That's the one. That's the one. Uh, and then I think I'll wash the front bits and then I'll wash the back bits. So, you know, I don't have to worry. You go to the, the, the dirty part last up your butt. (laughs) So you, yeah, this is here. I, I brought in a consultant and I figured out what I have to do. I need to wash the front, rinse the front and then wash the back and rinse the back, which feels like sock, shoe, sock, uh, no, sock, shoe, sock, shoe. Like I like to wash and then rinse, but I think I need to make a tweak. This I figured is the time it out. To do that, the holidays are the time to figure out yes where the tweaks exactly. need to be made. Ooh, <laughs> maybe that reflect on the year that that has been. How can I do this differently? Am I getting too much butt juice on myself? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that is what my New Year's resol- resolution should be. I just yeah. wanna... feels attainable. Keep it We're... simple. We were talking about euphemisms, cute euphemisms for children. Uh, I have trained, or I have, I have with my two boys, uh, when I give them baths, I always say, can I just, because I want them to remember. Can I just interject real fast? No, you know what? You go ahead. You say this, and, and then you live with the fact that you just said this out loud. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Did I not say it? No, I think you should. Uh, I want them to remember to wash themselves and, and when they eventually are having to clean themselves. So I say, okay, time to clean us your penis. <laughs> oh, that's really good. That's great. I yeah. thought there was like, don't be meanest. Got to wash your penis. Right. Nope. Time to clean us your penis. There was never. They will not forget that. An alt rhyme. <laughs> well, I might, I might, you know, uh, Put a little flair on it every now and then, but that's the that's the core message. Yeah. Okay, time to uh, time to soap your rope, I guess you could say. Soap your rope. <laughs> I just had a very visceral memory of my sister and I being in the bathtub together when we were little, and my mom's method. So this was in the days before cordless phones. If the phone would ring, and it often did, she would just tell me and my sister to sing, 
and <laughs> oh so she would know that if something would happened that we were still alive and <laughs> oh my God. I, I guess retroactively i'm just mad that we didn't stop singing just to yeah. hear what would have happened but like you know i just that's like the most 70s that's like a Karen. horror movie scene it's that's a like horror a horror movie yeah, like it's a like it it's a like a long take where you follow the mom down the right. hall and you hear the singing <laughs> right. and then it stops and you have to follow anyway. Or I what if you're doing that goo goo doos goo goo doos? The Goo Goo Doll song where it's like they sing, sing, and then there's a big pause. Mm. And I don't want, and so it's like, what if we were singing Goo Goo Dolls and there was a pause? She would have thought we were dead. Yeah. (laughs) They just dropped dead, sure. Good thing you weren't singing that song. We weren't. I wish I could remember what we sang, but it was just kind of me and my sister looking at each other being like, how much longer is this? Do we have to sing for? Yeah. I mean, that was the time where if the phone rang, you had to answer it. Yes. Well, it times was were different. important. You yes. know what your mom needed if she wanted to monitor things from far away? She needed a ring alarm. Uh, uh, that's right. The queen of segues has entered the chat. Uh, you guys have heard me talk about ring before. You're probably familiar with ring. We had, we were familiar with ring because before we have a ring alarm. We love a ring alarm. We've had it since a couple of years now. So before they even came on as a sponsor on the show, we had a ring doorbell before that. I didn't realize they had an alarm until I talked to my friend who straightens my hair. He's actually more the guy who just straightens my hair than is he really my friend. But I just wanted to switch it up because I've mentioned him before. But he's the consummate consumer, researches everything. It's so great because I can just ask him a question. And he knows the answer because he's done his due diligence. And then I don't I don't have to. I just ask a question. Anyway, he turned me on to the ring alarm. We bought it. Daniel set it up in minutes you do not have to be super handy or tech savvy or it's a very user dan daniel user friendly right very yeah um and uh then we went on vacation shortly after that and had such peace of mind knowing that we could monitor what was going on that our home was protected from far away and we have been uh super into it there's a word I was going for that escaped me. We've been, I don't know what the word is, but we've been turning people on to it ever since. Uh, it is great. And you don't have to have other ring devices, but if you do, it works seamlessly with them. This holiday season, deck the halls, walls, doors, and windows with the best deals of the year on the award-winning Ring Alarm. Go to ring.com forward slash best friend to get a great deal on a Ring Alarm security kit today. That's ring.com forward slash best friend. Uh, I also want to tell you guys about Bev. Bev is the perfect gift for a host, gift for a friend, gift for yourself. Uh, Bev are canned wines that are delicious and they're fun. They come in fun packaging. It is a woman-owned, woman-run business, female-founded, uh, and they are... I, I wish I, I had them in... Are you guys... Have you guys... Daniel, I know you're a huge Bev fan. I don't know if everyone yep. here is familiar with Bev. I wish I had the box ah. in here to show you because they are so... It's like this cute little... They're just, they're colorful. The packaging is great and they are delicious. They have six, what'd you say? I said they're yummy. 
Daniel's all about. Uh, it's hard Make to it like I said something weird. They're yummy. I'm agreeing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Robin, Robin, can we get can we get a read from you on how yummy these are? Very yummy. Very <laughs> yummy. Daniel, pretend yummy. like you're talking to okay. a friend. Uh, they're they're yummy. yummy. They're yummy. It's it rare. Uh, yummy. <laughs> it is rare. That I don't see Dan. Wait, oh my God, there's too many negatives in this sentence. Daniel often has a can with him. They have six varietals rose, Sauve Blanc, Pinot Gris, Pinot Noir, and their recently launched sparkling rose, which is called Glam and Glit. I think my favorite is the Sauve Blanc. Daniel, what's your favorite? I kind of like the uh, Pinot, the red wine one. It's like you wouldn't think, you wouldn't think that a Pinot Noir. Would be good with a little fizzy in it, but it's good. Yeah, they have a little bit of fizz. Um, the wines but are, the Sauve Blanc is good, too. The wines are dry, crisp, and a little fizzy, super refreshing and delicious, and they're all zero sugar and only three carbs and 100 calories per serving. Uh, the cans may look cute and tiny, but each can is a glass and a half of wine, Daniel. Perfect for when you don't want to open a bottle of wine just for yourself. A 24-pack is equal to eight bottles of wine. Get two-day yeah. shipping straight to your door, and shipping is always free. We've worked out a special deal for our listeners. Receive 20% off your first purchase, plus free shipping on all orders. I suggest trying their best-selling Ladies' Night Variety Pack so you can check out all of their delicious varietals. Go to drinkbev.com slash best friend or use code best friend at checkout to claim this deal. That's drinkbev, D-R-I-N-K-B-E-V.com slash best friend. Bev can also be found at retailers nationwide, including Target, Total Wine, Bevmo, and more. And I also want to tell you guys about BetterHelp. If you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I'm all about uh, therapy. I think that well, it's helped me personally so much and it's helped so many people I know. In fact, so many people I know are are open to therapy and are doing therapy that I forget that there are places around the country, around the world still, where there is a stigma um, about therapy. And uh, And I say... Don't let that hold you back. Some people think you should wait until things are unbearable to go to therapy. That isn't true. Therapy is a tool to utilize before things get worse, and it can help you avoid those lows. Uh, We've been taught that mental health shouldn't be a part of normal life, but that's wrong too. We take care of our bodies with the gym, the doctor, and nutrition. We should be focusing on our minds just as much. Um, BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to it's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with therapists in under 48 hours give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used better help online therapy and Allison Rosen listeners that's you guys get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash best friend that's better help better h-e-l-p.com slash best friend okay and we're back Jordan, yes. do you have a fresh haircut? It's looking very tight and um, styly. Thank you for noticing. Yes, it is a pretty fresh haircut. Uh, tight and styly is what I said to the haircut <laughs> person. Uh, yeah, no, my hair was getting pretty wild. And uh, yeah, it was just this thing I, I just remembered. I'm like, oh, yeah, I can like go in and get a haircut now. I think I was just kind of used to like a world without haircuts. Um, right. But it was nice. It was nice to just kind of like... Uh, Head on into the supercuts and say, "Give me give, the tight and styly." Give me the tight and styly. <laughs> and also, like Jordan, it. have you been thank traveling? You, you. I feel like you have been, maybe. 
Uh, I have been to a couple of like weddings. So I mm. think what I'm experiencing this year is the like, we can kind of sort of safely have a wedding um, glut. So I think that a lot of weddings that got postponed and canceled are all kind of like happening, you know. And yeah, and you know, I love a wedding. Uh, it's just a kind of a great excuse to like, see people again and to kind of like experience you know some good vibes so uh yeah so i've like i've like gone to a couple weddings i went to one on cape cod um i'd never been to cape cod before beautiful me neither Mm -hmm. and uh i went to one in new york city and uh we got a family one in a college station texas uh later later this year so nice yeah the old the old the old wedding suits getting to work out i haven't been to a wedding in a really long time but we went to an online one a Zoom oh, wedding last that? year. No, this year. It was actually, it was surprisingly emotional and sweet and cool. Oh, was and it Jackie's? Yes, it was yeah. Jackie's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. Did we talk about it on the show? We, we, did. we did. It's a, a little bit. Ja- yes. <laughs> Jackie's, Jackie Johnson's story of her Zoom wedding that uh, uh, had all kinds of horrors associated with yes, it. Yes, because. It's quite a tale. Because they were in Texas, they were in Austin when it like was frozen, so they couldn't go to their venue, and they really ended up doing canceled. it in their hotel room. And it was, but it's still, it was very, it was sweet and emotional. And um, I would, I would have thought that a Zoom wedding would feel, you know, it'd be hard to feel all the wedding emotions, but I was wrong. It was hmm. great. I went to a few Zoom funerals. <laughs> <laughs> How are those? a bummer because you're just like i love the person if i'm going to a zoom funeral that means i it's just you know funerals are a bummer and then there's this added layer of you're not with people you're not in that comfort of community and you're just watching if if it's a jewish funeral you're watching your friends dig up some dirt and throw it on a grave and it just feels the whole thing is weird but but i would argue it's better than not going at all Mm -hmm. so that was nice. How do they have like a videographer at a funeral or is there someone just sitting there like trying to angle the laptop toward the dirt? It's basically the I actually was at two. I was at one funeral in person this year and then one on Zoom. And there's always just like some guy from the funeral home that like has to film it for the Zoomers. It's not like a a dedicated position yet, although I think we're headed there. I think Hollywood forever, if I had to guess, that cemetery, that famous cemetery where mm-hmm. all the celebrities are buried, they, they've they right. had a videographer forever. Uh, but I Got think somebody from else... Industrial Light and Magic adding <laughs> I mean, in CGI creatures. <laughs> I'm surprised they still have any room for new bodies. Oh, they'll, they'll just put bodies on top of bodies. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but they yeah, exhume, they exhume the less famous people. Yeah, and, get out of right. here. No, well, let's get rid of all the Rudolph below the line folks anymore. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get uh, get rid of uh, Rudolph Valentino, a famous Twitch streamer, just died. <laughs> exactly. Can you Replacing imagine getting more relevant? Getting it's like if like if an agent like goes to a bigger agency and then they can't take you with them. Can you imagine getting that call that like I'm sorry. Your relative did not make the cut, and we're going to need you to. I could see Hollywood having like a very prestigious cemetery that you know, even after you're dead, you're like on a waiting list, and then, and then it's like up something, and they zoom you and move you over when you finally. They're like, we'll be moving them to the uh, North Hollywood Forever Cemetery. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, which is still very lovely. Right. Very. The air is better. The air is better. Where they park the it's, bulldozers. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's behind an auto parts store. There's a lot of porn stars at that cemetery buried, <laughs> but it, they're in good company. Yeah. It's really an up and coming cemetery. It's a yes, it's a hot yes, yeah, a hot new cemetery. A Pilates place just opened up. <laughs> they they show movies on the weekends. It's not as premiere as Hollywood Forever. You know, yeah, the curation they, isn't as good. They're yeah. showing just one of the guys in Greece too, but it's still good. <laughs> and the middle three Transformers movies, so you know, yeah. people aren't lining up. I Loved just one of the guys. Has everyone here Love. seen just one of the guys? Oh yeah, it's so that was like painfully... an HBO staple in the early yeah. mid eighties. I feel yeah. like yeah. Daniel, it do you know it? Rough. No. So this was she a high school reporter? Yeah, but well, I, I think mean, she wasn't she, she out 40. of high school. Maybe but then is posing as a high schooler. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. She wanted to write a story. I can't remember why she pretended to be a boy, and like. She was going to write a story about something involving the football team. And so she went undercover as a boy and like went out for the football team. Right. Right. And became really good friends with one of the guys on the team. Yeah. But developed feelings for him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, there was I'm actually forgetting a lot of it. Someone who remembers it better. I don't remember it very well at all because I just remember I would catch it on television whenever it was on. I would always watch it. I can't Mm -hmm. totally track the story, but I do remember that the woman, I think this was her only role. I know her first name is Joyce. I don't remember her last name, but I remember she was gorgeous and Mm -hmm. she had like really she had really nice breasts i'll just yeah. say it that and i think she shows them in the movie and too. The, yeah, the that's an important yeah. it was a seminal piece of it, it was tv seminal. nudity for me as a child yeah, very yeah, yeah. very it's a, yeah it's, yeah that very, you're just the, like the, oh my god that guy has the most beautiful boobs <laughs> the, the, the cover the video cover is that's a, exactly what i was just gonna say yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, the uh, the 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 cover is that kind of like classy, like horny, classic horny '80s movie style of cover. Um, I'm surprised right. I don't know this one. It's a it's a locker room, and she's in the lock the the men's locker room, but she's got two football helmets over over oh, these right. perfect boobs. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Robin, the way you yes. said boobs was similar <laughs> to the way Carly said mm. robes. So could you play robes? Could we do robes, boobs, robes, boobs? Robes, boobs. Uh, Wait, no, 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 no. Robes, boobs. (laughs) It's gonna be the new peanut butter jelly time. Boobs. (laughs) One more time. Robes, boobs. Beautiful. Oh my god! I do remember this movie. I didn't see it, but I remember the (laughs) video box. And then the brother. I think his name is Scott Jacoby. Oh right, it was like. Scott Jacoby. Billy Jacoby. Billy Jacoby. Jacoby. That's right. There's this Instagram that I follow. It's called, I think his name is Jeffrey Mixed. And I, he posted a bunch about just one of the guys the other day. And I got it on the brain. And I went down a Billy Jacoby hole. That guy. (laughs) He also acted under a different name though, right? Yes. Yes. All of this is true. And he was on Golden Girls. Yes, he was like on the scene in the 80s for yeah. sure and then just totally disappeared. And then but I, I think I looked him up and he has like a digital marketing company now. Oh, really? T- 
Tony, will you find out what his, his other name was? His name his name is actually Billy Willie William Jane. But oh, he's sometimes right. credited as Billy Jacoby. Oh right. And sometimes right. he's William Jane or Billy Jane? Billy Jane. Yeah, Billy, which is his actual name. I saw but, him in person once because I went to a screening of just one of the guys at <laughs> a place that has basically now been canceled. But what uh, was it? Yeah. The North Hollywood Forever Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to even remember. I think other cast members were there as well, but oh I can't remember. I just remember him showing because he was like late. Like it was like. They were already like halfway through the Q and A, and then he showed up, and like everybody Ooh. freaked out when Ooh. he showed up. A classic yeah. Allison Rosen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like that's something I would accidentally do. Show up late. Show too. up late. Yeah, in the middle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that movie also has classic another uh, classic eighties bully performance from William Billy's. Zabka. Yeah, oh Billy yeah. Zabka. Oh. I forgot. Who I should say went to I went to the same high school as he did, El Camino Real in Woodland Hills, California. Hey. Whoa. Uh, did we it are Tiffany... no longer the conquistadors. We are the royals now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And you I'll... referred to your royal vagina earlier. I did. did. Did Tiffany Haddish go to your school too? She did. She went four years after I did. And I worked with her on a, a show called The Carmichael Show for a full year. And we did not know we went to the same high school. And she was the mascot. She was the actual conquistador. Wow. Um, which was a big deal. And I, I actually am curious how she feels about us being changed over the royals. Right. What was Billy Zabka like? I don't know. He's a little older than me. I wish we'd gone to the same school, but I had like a weird 80s crush on him because he wasn't, he was also the bad guy in Lucas, the movie Lucas. Mm -hmm. Um, but just the fact that in going to that high school, knowing that he had gone there was actually kind of a big deal. It really was. Yeah. Jordan, did anyone famous go to your high school? Because Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray went to mine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, not that I know of. Let me think. Do you know that this is actually a thing that uh, you can look up your high school on yeah. Wikipedia and it will say like really uh, notable, notable alumni? alumni. Yeah. Uh, I, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it. Maybe should, is that interesting? Should I do that right now? Whether it's interesting or not has never been important to me. <laughs> just kidding. That's just what other people, that's what the haters who are going to hate, hate, hate would say. Yeah, let's do it. Thank you. Okay. Capistrano Valley High School oh. is a public high school on the southern border of Mission Viejo, California, that is run by the Capistrano Unified School District. Should I just read the whole Wikipedia? Let's hear Please. it. Let's get into it. Let's find no, out more no, no. about... Okay. Ooh, there's one for controversy. Okay. Notable alumni. Uh, Don August, former Major League Baseball player for the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Brandon Brennan, another Major League Baseball player. Um, Heather Cox, an American sportscaster. Oh my gosh, uh, Adam P Adam Plost, guitar player for ska band Save Ferris. That's uh, oh. something out of uh, me and Allison's childhood. Mm -hmm. Sure, uh, I had no idea. Um, uh, a running a hmm, okay, uh, a running back, uh, Los Angeles Raiders quarterback, another major league pitcher, Michael Ramirez, Pulitzer Prize winning editorial cartoonist who illustrated wow. the 1979 class yearbook. Uh, oh, I went to high school. Okay, so this guy, I did go to high school. So Randy Torres, guitarist for the uh, for the band Project 86, who was a Christian metal band. 
Yes. Well, so there we were you like go. in a we were in a school play together, me and Randy oh. Torres. It's cool that he made There's the Wikipedia. Never a bad time to rock and roll, man. <laughs> Jordan, you should be on their notable alumni. Yes. Yeah, if Randy Torres made it. <laughs> you know, but I, no, they're 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 you know they're they were big in the Christian metal scene, so you know. I wrote about Save Ferris or interviewed them more than once, and I don't remember Adam the guitar player. Do you? I. Don't uh uh-uh. uh I do know that Save Ferris had a lot of like lineup changes. They so were I a think large that band. you know he might have been yeah, I mean it's right. a ska band, so there's you know yeah. fourteen people in there already. Right. So he might have been a, a different a different lineup or I remember anyway. Bill Wacky with the bear hat. Oh yeah, there was a guy with a bear hat. Yeah, and Brian, who was the guitar Brian was the guitarist that I knew of. The tall, lanky, like main one of the the main guy anyway enough of this this is not the safe <laughs> ferris is your new best friend podcast um i would like to say hello and thank you to my where did i write that oh here we go to my new uh patrons Allison wants to say thank you to a couple special Hello and welcome back, Justin Roberts, and hello, TV Guidance Counselor. That's our friend Ken Reed, unless someone else has the name. TV Guidance Counselor, he signed up for an annual subscription. Reminder, if you sign up for an annual subscription, 12 months for the price of 10. Okay. All right. Robin, what have you been up to lately? When we last talked to you, I believe, or maybe it was the time before, you went to a wedding and it was like picnic (laughs) casual. Picnic chic, I think yes. it said. Gosh, Picnic those chic. those those <laughs> the those um, apparel modifiers at weddings are getting out of control. It really spun my boyfriend into a. It spun a web. Um, we just got back from the Caribbean on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Whoa! It was a big trip. I'm a little jet lagged, but I nap today. Um, it's a whole new world out there and i think that i'm never gonna travel again because of this the there's always new things happening there's new variants going on i feel like we got back into la just in time but we went away for my boyfriend's father's 75th birthday oh nice yeah it was great so it was like his whole like his was it a whole big group of you it was. There were 10 of us. Just the 10 of us. Another sitcom from 1990. <laughs> um, it was the 10 of us. And then there were other families sort of nearby that that my boyfriend's brother knew. Wow. So there was just a, you know, for a week, you're just like, oh, my God, we're all best friends. And then you never talk to them. Again. Never. <laughs> where never. where in the Caribbean did you go? Um, it's this island off the coast of St. Vincent and the Grenadines, and the island is called Mustique, and it is a British colony, and you really feel it. You drive on the other side of the road, um, and this is a place where my, my boyfriend, Sam, his brother has gone for the last, like, 12 Thanksgivings, and so we truly were piggybacking, freeloading. We were there just, we were there for the fun. We got to we got we got to go along and it was really a beautiful place. But a lot of mosquito bites. I've been itching this entire time, hopefully off camera. I haven't seen I'm it. Because mystique, I guess, really means mosquito. And oh. um, a whole, the whole back, I'm tattooed with mosquito bites on my back. But it was a it was a really, really nice trip. No, no. I have had it with these bugs. <laughs> Who said that? Boobs. 
<laughs> I think that was Joe Quazella. <laughs> um, how long have you been with, with your boyfriend? Two years. We just celebrated two years, but we've known each other for 25. We went to college together and we're good friends in college. Hey. That's so I sweet. Know. Those are always fun stories, like friends to dating. It really, it really was one of those things that when it happened and when it started to happen, I was like, what is he doing in my bed? And then I was like, oh, all makes sense. Like right. I would wake up and be like, what is Sam doing in my bed? Um, but it, it really kind of always made sense. And I have a, I should put it on Instagram. I have a series, like 10 pictures of us when we were not dating <laughs> and we look like a couple and we were, hmm. he was fully married. Like I was with other people. So it's, it is a nice sort of end to the story. It's nice to be sort of settling down at this stage. Finally, <laughs> were you guys friends throughout the whole time or were there yeah, we were friends. We actually kissed once in 1999 in New York City, which was fun. <laughs> oh, at a great year for show. kissing. Great year for kissing. <laughs> great year for kissing by an elevator. Um, and we, so we both were living in New York and then we always were in touch. Anytime I went back to New York, I always had dinner with Sam and it always felt like a date, but we were both always seeing other people. And then he moved out here. He got married. He moved out here, ironically moved one block away from me. Hmm. And then I was very, very busy. And I was running a show in all of 2019. And I was really busy. And he texted me one what night show was that? and said, oh, it was a Disney Plus show called Diary of a Future President. Nice. Um, and it's season two is on right now. But I, I, he texted me like, hey, do you want to grab dinner? And I was like, yeah, sure. Is your wife coming? Should I make a reservation for three? And I, again, I was so busy. And he was like, no, it'll just be us. And then sort of like halfway, th- and I picked him up because he lives down the street. And then like halfway through the dinner, he was like, or at the beginning of the dinner, he's like, hi, it's so nice to see you. I'm getting a divorce. <laughs> and then I was like, oh. And then like about 10 minutes later, I was like, this is a date. This is totally a date. And I didn't realize it was a date. And then the next day I went to we were shooting the next day and I just was like wide eyed all through shooting being like, I think I just went on a date with Sam Foreman. I think I don't know what's happening. Like I couldn't focus on anything that day because it was it was all starting. My whole life was starting to make sense. This is so sweet. Did you? Oh, shit. Really? That's so nice. Do you looking back? Do you feel like you had a crush on him before you guys? I, I I oh I think we always sort of had like I'm gonna say talent crushes on each other, um, and obviously wait the wh- kiss didn't come. <laughs> what does that mean? What are talent crushes? Like when you see somebody, let's just say like you're dating someone and you see somebody in a play, and like in college we were doing so much theater, and we would you know he was a playwright from the time he was like five years old, so I'd see his plays and be like, oh my god, Sam's the best writer. Oh, I see and, what you mean. Yeah, like yeah, you have a crush on their see- talent. On the, yeah, and then he would see like my comedy shows, but I don't know that that always translates into a physical thing. And right. then, and then you sort of grow and mature, and you wait, you play the long game hard enough, and you just might win a trip to Mystique. <laughs> <laughs> well, because what I was going to ask is whether you discovered anything that you didn't know on this big trip to the Caribbean with him. But it sounds like you know him pretty well. I do. The one thing I discovered that I didn't know was that he did, does not own flip flops, which on a beach trip is essential. So mm-hmm. God bless Sam. He, so was, he was just wearing like and, hard, he was wearing, hard, <laughs> hard loafers. 
Yeah. And I like that was like the old, truly the only thing in the entire week that I was like, oh, my God, because we would like have to walk to another beach and it would be rocky and you need your flip flops. And he didn't have them. So Hanukkah's coming. Hanukkah's here. I'm going to get him some flip flops or not or not. You know, when we last talked, I was saying that I think maybe I'll do Hanukkah this week. I'm I'm we're right. big into Christmas. I'm a big Christmas file. Um but I was thinking maybe, maybe I'll do Hanukkah this year. Uh, and I remember I was asking, when is it? Because I was asking you and Dave Damashek, like, give me just right. a little starter course on being Jewish, since uh, I know so much less than people would expect me to know, given my name and everything. Um, but you guys were saying it's the first Sunday after Thanksgiving, and I just did not get my shit together in time. So there's no Hanukkah happening in our house. Although okay. Elliot really wanted chocolate coins and they we got like the last bag of chocolate coins at Target. So there has been some of that, but there's been no actual like Hanukkah-ing. <laughs> but that's the thing with Hanukkah. Like, you know, you could just like start on night four, right? I yeah. feel like yeah, sure. eight. Right. You got eight shots. <laughs> yeah. And I went to a Hanukkah party last night and they didn't say the prayer correctly. And I didn't know anybody at this party and I was a little jet lagged. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I just, I just had to, I, I didn't want to be the person correcting the the Hebrew prayers that right. no one likes that person at a party. What goes on <laughs> at a Hanukkah party? Well, I'll tell you what goes on is that you get the address for where the party is and you stand outside that door for 30 minutes going, this seems like the, the address that's in the text, but nobody's answering the door and you almost leave to go home to watch succession. And then oh. the host comes out from another door and says, oh, these people that I'm staying with, they bought the house next door. We just figured everybody would hear the party over here. Oh, <laughs> no, <migrate>. no. <laughs> And so we were. And then you I have a jelly so donut, right? Being in, exactly. I was so close to being in my in my sweatpants. Um, it, it involves latkes. It involves a menorah. It involves probably some some roasted chicken and mm. some kugel. Does everybody know what kugel is? I do. Okay. I, I I do. I, I it's a noodle pudding, which is a play on your bread pudding opener. So it's a noodle mm. pudding. <laughs> And it's delicious. And I should learn how to make it. I only I discovered it very late. Like, despite the fact that I know nothing about being Jewish, we always grew up with, like, my dad was always super into deli food and has very, <laughs> you know, very uh, strong opinions about how a corned beef sandwich should be eaten and what you put on it and stuff like that. And so I always grew up around all of that. But noodle kugel or kugel, I never dis- I never had until I was like, in my probably when I moved to New York and I saw I saw it being sold somewhere that just wasn't part of the uh, repertoire growing up. That's okay. Snapchat. Thank you. Sometimes blintzes though. Delicious. Another version of the noodle kugel. It's just in a different shape, basically. Yeah. Like a lemony cookie might be part of it too. Kind of a cookie with like a lemon zest. No. I like what you're thinking, but I don't know where it fits in. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm <laughs> confusing it. No, with. but I like that. Let's add it. Let's add the lemon. Yeah. I love, le- Let- I love lemon. And there's hamantaschen. That's right? Purim. That's, uh, oh. that's the three-cornered hat. Uh, if you go on Patreon, you can see what a three-cornered hat looks yeah. like. <laughs> it's, and- you're, you're doing the Illuminati symbol. <laughs> this that's is true. going to cause a lot of Alice and Rosen conspiracy theories. 
It's That's true. fine. The Purim is like Jewish Halloween. It's a it's a slightly different holiday. It's in the springtime. It's in yes. the springtime. And that's when they have those cookies that are shaped like a three-corner hat? Yes. 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 How Jordan, maybe that's what you're thinking of. I don't know if there's a lemon-flavored one. It, it, I am right about the jelly donuts, there though, is. right? That's a, that's a big are. part of it. Totally. And you know what's weird is I don't like jelly donuts. I don't ever eat them. Oh, yeah? Donuts. <sighs> D- donuts and latkes are traditional on Hanukkah. Do you know why? No. Um, tell me. I would love to learn. Because they're both cooked in oil. And oil is what you're celebrating. Mm. Yeah, so that's why, right, do, the eternal flame. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, why why is it why is it always a jelly donut? Is that so? Like, it's not like you I wouldn't have that. a you know bear claw on Hanukkah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know why it, it's jelly, but I know donut. I didn't even know that. Wait, where did the, where did you get this info, Daniel? Well, honey, because I bought a book for Elliot oh, right. to teach him all about Hanukkah. Can I Aww. read it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and by the way, like uh I need I feel like Jewish holidays need a sprucing up. I because yes. more. Remark new branding. New, yes. just new stories cuz like it, I think I lost him when you started talking about the the dynasty overthrowing the fucking this and burning down the temple of the whatever. And it's like names I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, inter- it's interesting that like Christmas oh. has the Christmas story, you know, Jesus, barn, Herod, <laughs> you know, you know, the one. wise men, wise men. Yes, all that. But then you just have this totally separate Santa mythology that is not even connected. So it's like you well, can just create Christmas a more fantastical Hanukkah story. That's true. Yeah, well, that's because Christmas is like the Christians kind of co-opted another holiday. So mm. there's all of this stuff that isn't Christian. is based on the Yule celebration, right? Uh, Hanukkah needs to do that. You need to like... It's like it's like when Fox bought, you know, uh, whatever company they bought. <laughs> Good it's story. It's like when Disney bought Marvel or something, right? Yeah. It's like right. Hanukkah needs to buy Valentine's Halloween. Day, Halloween. Oh shit, that would be a coup! <laughs> oh my god! And so then there would they just be like <laughs> there would just be like a Hanukkah Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, though. It needs to be as spruced up, made more exciting, made more digestible. I went to Hebrew school until I was literally like in 11th grade, and I don't really remember the story of Hanukkah. I know the oil burned for eight days and eight nights. I know that, but I should it's know like, more. But it's like, it's yes, you know that the oil burned for eight days and eight nights, but it's like, why is that important? And then it starts to get into this arcane, like very, yes. very old stuff, and it's it's just where you lose people. I mean, I, I, I have a lot of notes for the Jews. That's the first one. Um, <laughs> That's a good listen, one. Listen, you guys, we are running out of time, and yet there's two th- I thought we were going to do Just Mirror Everyone. We're not going to have time. I still would encourage everyone to send in your Just Mirror Everyone's, though. Tweet them to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Use the hashtag J-M-O-E for Just Mirror Everyone. Also, we're going to do iTunes comments of the week again soon, so please um, leave you enjoy what you're hearing. Leave us a nice comment on Apple Podcasts. Helps out the show. Click five stars, etc. Um, okay, here's what we need to do before we go. Daniel, we need to hear about how you're canceling those pies. Mm. And then we need to briefly, and Daniel and I have not watched last night's episode, but we need to briefly just have a little conversation about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. For those who are talk who are watching it. Okay. 
Daniel, hit it with your pie talk. I'll try to make this fast. Uh, first of all, uh, I don't have to cancel pumpkin pie because pumpkin pie is already canceled. That is baby food. Um, but I <laughs> disagree. It does. It does I, have a baby food. I, like. Yeah, but I was like holding on to pecan pie. That was the thing. It was, that was always your like, pie. Yes, that was my pie. So, uh, you know, dessert rolls around this Thanksgiving. I get myself a very nice quarter of the pie-ish slice of pecan pie. Halfway through, uh, I had a reckoning. And it was just like, this is a little, a little too sweet, a little cloying, if you will. Uh, I like the nuts, but it was just, I don't know. And I was just, I was in a daze after that. Like, what do I do now? I'm in a, you know, you're like. A man, you're a man without a pie. Yeah, like this is, this is, uh, yeah, I'm a man without a pie. I don't know what to do. Is it just ice cream from here out? And whipped cream and ice cream. And then I, and then we we're driving home and it, and I was like, it's time to forge our own, our new traditions and our new uh, Thanksgiving tradition I've decided is bread pudding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Bread great. pudding is wonderful. Delicious. I feel like that's better than both of the other options. Like bread, oh, yeah. A good I would, I would always, bread, right? Yeah, I would take bread pudding every time. Yeah. yeah. Ah. So there we go. And, and you know, like, um, and, you know, I, and I think we are, I mean, we're talking about, you know, new traditions and kind of taking a look at, you know, what we believe, what we celebrate. And I do think that I we do sometimes stick to those holiday foods just because they're tradition. Like I do, right. you know, and this is kind of a cold take, but like it's okay to swap out turkey on Thanksgiving, right? Like I mean, yeah, totally. you I'm know, totally it, 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 it requires so much preparation. It's, it's such a side dish based meal anyways. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like. And the turkey uh, at best is like, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't care about turkey. Like I could, I don't not like turkey, but I could go the rest of my life and never eat it and not think twice about it. But yeah, Same. we're all we're all doing turkey because we should. And I think yeah. you maybe had a similar, you know, a similar revelation. R e pies. I think everyone's just on autopilot. By the time the pies roll around, right. there's a nostalgia that goes along with it, and I'm I'm want to kind of like goose this a uh, <laughs> little bit and get people to think about it and just say, hey enough yeah you don't have to live like this. swap out your pies make freddy krueger part of hanukkah <laughs> yeah. do it do freddy it freddy krueger pies i didn't Beautiful. have room for pie at our thanksgiving uh, i just didn't i just couldn't conceive of it it was too it was a point at which i you know your brain tells you it's it's over you're shutting yeah. down for the night and i'm yeah. sad i didn't get any what was the thing that pushed you over the edge would you say where there was it some kind of yam action green beans yeah it was it was yams but also there was this dish and i don't know if this is i don't know if the the person who the family who hosted us wanted this but it was pearled onions and oh. what i mm. thought it was macaroni and cheese <laughs> oh so i took <laughs> so much and then it was just like pearled onions in like white sauce yeah like, and i felt the way onions Daniel maybe looks. yeah it was oh, yeah. onions and after that i was like i'm shutting it down it's over it's over yeah. but you missed 2021 the, you missed the pie you didn't have I do. I literally missed it. I will. I will be making up for it somehow. I don't know how, but I will. The last three Thanksgivings or so, with the exception of the most recent ones, so the ones before it, I remember each Thanksgiving thinking like, I did not. I'm not 
uncomfortably full. Like I just treated this like a regular meal. I didn't have too much. Like get out. Hmm. But then this year that flew out the window and I was like, oh yeah, I remember now what it feels like to be just so painfully full. Yeah. It's not a good feeling. It's not great. And it's not like the last, you know, it's the, the 20 minutes of eating that precede that it's not even about enjoyment. It's just about sensation or something. I don't know. Well, my did, two. My how did two, you feel about the pumpkin or the pecan pie? Allison? Oh, well, I ate the. So Daniel, like he said, quarter of the pie, like a solid 15 minutes of pie yeah. right there um, on on a clock. And he didn't finish it. But then I finished his. I didn't get. Okay. Oh, no. And, and then I went back and got a little silver for myself. So I enjoyed it. But I like things that are sweeter than Daniel does. So I was like you, this. If you tasted her coffee in the morning, you would never want anything sweet ever again. It's (laughs) insanely sweet. But it's artificial sweetener. All artificial Mm. sweetener. So it's like... She uses this droplet sweetener where if I put one drop in there, it's sweeter than if I put maybe two packs of sugar in my coffee. It's like a tincture. One drop. And she's just like drop, drop, drop. No, I just use four. (laughs) It's It's probably the equivalent of like 10. Yeah, they're um it's just like it's like liquid sucralose. It's called I think it's called Sweet Ease. I forget what it's called, but it's on Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen if you want to find it under food and drink. Um Ooh. all right. Real fast, real fast. Who here is watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? This guy. I am. And so, I like you have not seen last night's episode. I'm, okay. That's my evening activity tonight. Is Robin. it not like the best reality show ever right now? Yes. It yes. <laughs> it's so Daniel, good. what were you gonna say? Well, I I'm what is your theory about uh Jen? Do you think one of the women uh was involved in coughing her up to the uh the feds? And <laughs> if you do the feds are involved in a real. Oh house my life? god, Jordan! Yes. I have no idea. She the is literally homeland security. Homeland wow. security the, arrested the for money laundering and wire fraud. It's oh crazy. Gosh. I thought people yeah, were just homeland. throwing throwing champagne and little dogs at each other. No, no, no. Nope. Let me just let me just lay out for you what's going on in yeah. this crew. Okay. You've got a cult leader who married her grandfather. Okay. You Step have. Uh, you have a leader of a multi-level marketing thing. Mm-hmm. You have a woman who is just arrested by the Homeland Security, the FBI, and so on. Um, you have, what am I missing? We're like, oh, you, you have, have another woman. one whose husband wants to to get a sister wife. Yes. And you have Meredith Marks, whose who's marriage was on the rocks the first season, but everything is fine now. She does everything for her family. She says family. She's like, don't come after my family. <laughs> every time, every time I watch a show in uh, like a reality show in this kind of genre, I am always amazed at how many different ways people can pronounce vulnerable. Oh yeah, yeah. it's vulnerable. Like, you hear vulnerable, vulnerable. Yeah, and it's something that reality show people are always saying. They yeah, all true. they just cannot stop talking about being vulnerable. And everyone has a weird little way to pronounce it. Yes. <laughs> well, this in this one, they all have that northern Utah accent. So Lisa like, Barlow, you know, Tequila. She sells, she's Mormon, but she, she has a tequila company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they pronounce well, their E's as I. That's who you and want making right. your tequila is the Mormons. And well, she, I, she yeah. converted to Mormonism. 
it, it makes us no also Jewish. Um, wow. They, they were also one one thing, and I'm going to borrow uh, something that I heard on the wonderful podcast Bitch Sesh, which covers Real Housewives. Oh, yeah. uh, their guest Ray Sa- Danielle and Casey had Ray Sani on, and she said something that blew my mind, which is that now it has Real Housewives has morphed into a true crime series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I, I think it's true. <laughs> and I uh, in the last episode that I saw of Salt Lake City, a couple of things were very clear to me. Number one is that uh, Jen Shaw is just doubling down, which is amazing. She's doubling down. So, yes. <laughs> so Jordan and Tony, just so you know, like she gets a call. She's on the bus to their They're going, going to Vail. They're going to Vail. And the w- this woman who's running this crazy scheme, stealing money from old people, um, allegedly um, gets a call. Her partner just tells- turned on her. Yeah. 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 He just yeah. pled guilty. So she's she's um, but she but 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 she gets a call and instead of saying like oh my god the feds are coming to arrest me she turns to all of her castmates and in the in the calmest way and she is not a calm lady she says like my husband has internal bleeding and i have to leave <laughs> and then proceeds to take like like imagine going to a party you know when taking saying goodbye takes an hour and a half like that's yeah. what she does she takes forever to get out of here and then the ladies are on the bus going like oh my god i hope her husband isn't dying of internal bleeding and as they're saying this the feds are literally swarming on the bus it's what? so cinematic it's wow. crazy and uh she goes on the run they do eventually catch her but I do want to mention one other really important thing. Uh, you know the guy, his name is Cameron, who warned Meredith Marks about yes. uh, Mary's Mary. quote-unquote alleged cult. That person, Cameron, the we'll call him the whistleblower of this church, he is dead. I know. Yeah. He's, He's- dead. He died. Yeah. yeah that- I, we found that out when I was like, what is what is he alluding to? And, and the thing, it came tough. out last episode or two episodes ago that she had convinced him uh, to take a mortgage on her on his house yes. and give her $300,000. Yes. Just it was, give it to her. Which explains, you know, a lot of, she has a lot of designer clothing. She's a very <laughs> fancy so. woman. But it's dark. Something, yeah. something is going on there that is I, untoward. I'm convinced that <laughs> Meredith is the one that turned in Jen because Meredith Had seems motive. to know about her schemes and Jen. So Jen uh, accidentally showed her vagina to <laughs> Meredith's son. <laughs> she was like acting out and like went, Wah! showed her vagina to her son. And her son was like, oh, I saw her <laughs> vagina. Well, I'm traumatized. <laughs> and Jen was so offended that he was traumatized by seeing her vagina that she started talking shit online about him. Yeah. Yeah. And Meredith, I think what happened is she was like she was really offended by it. I think she Because he came after her family. I think her Meredith Meredith turned her into the (laughs) (laughs) Meredith turned her turned Jen into the FBI. I'm just taking a so, bath while my friends are being a Rasta. Oh my god, that was like yeah. a three hour bath. Okay, so, you guys. Just, you're you're all making this up, right? <laughs> like this is not yeah. happening on Doesn't one it, TV it, show. Isn't it crazy? It, it sounds like one of those stories that you make up in an improv group of like Pat say w- the one yes. word story. Right, yeah. <laughs> that sounded and then Bill went to farm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's exactly. the craziest season. 
It's wild. Wow. It is. Listen, it's really compelling. It's really compelling. <laughs> you guys, this has been so much fun. Thank you Woo! for being on the show. I have enjoyed every minute of it. Robin, tell everyone where they can find you. Plug anything you'd like to plug. Just just find me on Instagram at Robin Shore, R-O-B-I-N-S-H-O-R-R. Wonderful. And that's about it. <laughs> Thank you. Jordan, what about you? Yes, um, I'll I'll use this plug time to back up real quick to uh, Daniel's <laughs> rhyme, uh, cleanest the penis. Um, I've been thinking about this. If you have a child with uh, the other set of genitals, you could say, oh. Shina, your vagina. Oh, nice. Oh. So yeah, I just wanted Very to get good. that out of the way. That's kind of been a monkey on my back for... <laughs> good you use know. of your time. Yeah, thank you. Um, and also, I would like to encourage people, uh, if they have... Um, if say if someone on their holiday shopping list who likes graphic novels, comedy, or science fiction, any combination of those three things, uh, my graphic novel that I co-wrote called Bubble uh, is available wherever you get your books. Uh, it's 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 a sci-fi comedy uh, with a satirical edge, and uh, yeah, it's got uh, I co-wrote it with Sarah Morgan. The art's by the great Tony Cliff. It's got uh, monsters, aliens sex jokes, score, all that good stuff. And uh, if you're listening to this uh, on or or before December 3rd um, and you want a personalized signed copy for the holidays, uh, I'm doing that through BookSoup. So if you go to booksoup.com and click on signed, you can get a personalized copy. I'll write any fucking dumb inside joke you want in the book. If you, I will write... Get your bumper dinged at the squat and gobble. Um, <laughs> cleanest the penis. I will write clean. <laughs> yes, I will write cleanest the penis in your book if you want. Uh, but yeah, that's that ends on December third. So if you want that, uh, that's available. But if not, um, it's available wherever you get your books. Aren't you also nominated for an award? Oh yeah, I think that voting will be over as oh. of this recording. But we were nominated for a Goodreads award. Uh, cool. for best graphic novel and maybe we made it to the next round but we probably didn't because of the giant names in the category but you never That's know there's honor to be nominated may, an on a yes i say that with all sincerity an honor to be nominated alongside such titans of the form daniel what about you yes. uh go to the Daniel's Christmas Spectacular list on Gift our guide. Amazon page. Yeah, Amazon.com uh, slash shop slash Allison Rosen for Daniel's Christmas Spectacular Gift Guide. Uh, every week I'm updating it with new things that are recommended by me, loved by me. I think I'm going to put Bubble on there because wow. I have it and it was so good and I highly recommend it. But there are other things as well in case you're looking for, you know, I've been told I was I've, I'm tough to shop for. Well, no longer. Mm, it's true, Tony. What about you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Tony Thaxton. In my podcast, Bizarre Albums, every Tuesday, uh, Motion City Soundtrack Tour coming up in just about a month. So get those tickets if you haven't gotten those yet. And uh, not a plug, but just a real quick question. Just it, it literally could just be a yes or no answer. Robin. Yeah. I just noticed. Is that a Grease Two poster behind you? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is. It's a grease Hell too. Yeah. And then it's look. Not, it's not a judgment. Mannequin. Just a question. Wow. Oh, oh, speaking my. of 
like, movies that are playing at North Hollywood forever. <laughs> um, the other way, oh, and then the way back, it's Super Dave, uh, Super nice. Dave Osborne. If Hell you know yeah. who he is, cool. if you don't oh, yeah. look him up on YouTube, that's, that's what I'm going to plug. Yes. It is. It's an original, <laughs> by the way. It's an original print of Grease 2. Wow. wow. Pretty good. Grease 2. Love it. You guys, thank you so much for coming on. Listeners, thank you for listening. You matter. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen.